0: Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Hello and goodbye, my friends. Uh, welcome to Karate Without Belts, post-training, talk podcast along. Um, I have no idea what to call this podcast anymore. It's just all over the place at this point. Um, I am joined, my name is John. I am joined by the illustrious duo, Mr. Sal. I always forget this. Is it Bellahi? Bellahi. Bellahy. Ballahi. Ballahi. Sal, Sal Bellahi. Yep. Welcome, sir. Handsome as ever. Um, and Thank you. On, on, only matched by, uh, the bearded, uh, man in the sky flew in here directly on his he- private helicopter. Uh, Mr. Dan Bernardo.
1: And you, and you pronounced my name correct.
0: Because yours is kind of more, f- like, I can understand that a little.
1: Right. Doesn't phonetic. it make sense? It totally is phonetic. Yeah, then I know. That's what I said. Wrong all the time. Bernardino, Oh Fernando Bernardo Yep Oh yeah all the, time.
0: all the time I can see that I can see that but my head's just reading it like Bernardo yeah. like Bernard Right oh, like the
2: way like the way you pronounced my name John I mean that's understandable I get that one a lot but some of the the crazy pronunciations that people like they throw in just extra consonants I'm like where where are you getting that like what
0: Yeah yeah <laughs> Try being named yeah. John. Everyone tries to throw an H between my the n- B- O and the N. I don't know. I'm a Jonathan, but no, yeah.
1: But I mean, that's that my kid sense. is being
0: named Maxentius. 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 <laughs> There's n- and he's gonna be born in Japan,
1: so Oxentius-kun. Like he's gonna,
0: <laughs> it's it, it's gonna be great.
1: I always um, wanted to name my kid. Luciano Vincenzo um, Bernardo, like like this big long Italian name, but my wife was like, no, and we had a girl, so it it, it didn't matter. But
0: um... <laughs> <laughs> don't let that stop you.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes, daughter. What do you gotta Why you got to be? you got to
0: be sexist? Like right before we started recording, you're like, it's the 23rd century. I'm like, that's probably wrong, but.
1: <laughs> yeah uh, how the hell are yeah. you guys doing? It's been a minute it has been man it has been
0: I'm doing all right it, Dan I've seen recently has uh been on more successful youtube channels uh It was actually a pretty good conversation uh between you and uh um
1: Anne and twari So. That was a oh good, yeah that was a good chat that was um yeah. that was a good time. Um, I was, I was honored to be a part of that. Um, and I felt kind of odd because, you know, Ken's injury, like he wanted to, you know, he wanted to talk about, you know, stuff pertaining to that, you know? And I was like, I was like, well, I never really have had an injury like that, but here's my issues. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was, but it ended up being a really good, really good chat.
2: Yeah, yeah, I listened to that one uh, on the way, when we were driving back from out west, uh, that was, I enjoyed that one. That was good.
0: Yeah, that's actually a pretty good report you guys had, and, and it was like, this makes me want to get keep doing this more regularly, even if it's not like every week or whatever. Like, because for a long time it was like, are how are we gonna bring it back, and it just like yeah, bring it back as you can. No one's getting paid right now, so. <laughs> But well, just I just, paid just wanted paid to in, uh, paid love, man. T- tip the hat, tip the hat, and and applaud the uh, the the appearance and the
1: content. So it's good, it's good, and I enjoyed talking to Tuari on his podcast. Oh, um, yeah, he's you know he's he's so much fun <laughs> to to talk to. Um, but I mean, like I remember, but my biggest issue I think with, with podcasts. Is I get lost, and my brain is like, and then you know I'm 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 talking to people, and then all of a sudden I go, oh right, where are we? Like even while I'm talking, it happens. Like I noticed while I was while I was talking on the on the podcast with Ken and, and Tuari, I lost myself. Like I I started going off on weird on this weird tangent, and like I didn't even know where I was and i'm listening to it going like oh my god <laughs>
0: dan i think
1: i think what you're describing is senility uh, <laughs> well you know i do have a genetic disposition to late onset alzheimer's so uh, perhaps it okay. is um you know
2: who who are it come, you again? it yes. comes
1: for us all yeah it
2: comes for us all at some
1: point it's the baldness i think that's what it is um yeah
0: I I mean, I I think we're kind of right here. We're representing the stages. Uh, Sal Sal is the oldest of us and has the most hair. Uh, I'm the youngest of us and have like a medium amount of hair. And Dan, your just hair won't go go beyond your uh, upper lip. You know. (laughs) I
2: ended up. I I could never grow what Dan has. So I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, Robert, grow what with... you have. Yeah, like,
1: I, <laughs> I, I started guys... losing. I started losing this in high school, man. Really? Okay, then you. Yeah,
0: I feel like us Abruzzians tend to have that happen. Um, it happened yeah. to my grandfather. It happened to my my brother. Uh, I think I kind of missed... have have too much too much variation in my genetics for that. At this yeah.
1: Point. Yeah, I get it from my pap. I get it from the Abruzzo side. Um, my dad, my dad has a nice full head of hair, and he's seventy, right? Like, I mean, he still has his full head of hair, but um, not me. It's all right. It's all
0: right. This has been hair talk. Karate without hair Hair
1: talk. Post training hair talk. <laughs> <Post-training> <laughs> hair talk. Um, yeah, you know, the, the 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 funniest part about that is um, the man that I get my balding from, he was a hairdresser. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's a bit yeah. of a bitter irony,
0: but not entirely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's get into kind of, I guess, one thing we wanted to talk about was just training in general this week and kind of the underlying basis of post-training. Um think Karate Without belts it's the same thing, basically. Uh, Sal, how have things been going this week with you? Or recently, I guess we should say. Sure.
3: Uh, Pretty good
2: um, haven't been able to get to yoga as much as I usually do. Um, things have been busy at work, but, uh, yeah, still getting in my regular karate training, uh, throughout the week and that's been going fine. Nothing, nothing particularly, you know, interesting to share. I've got a couple of students that I'm working with right now that are getting ready to, I think one's going to test for Nidan next week and the other one's testing for Shodan. Uh, both this is in kobudo uh, so i've been kind of working on with them to get them ready uh so that's kind of where my focus has been recently
0: what does a yudanshan kobudo look like under you or with you i guess um
2: like what are they learning or what are they
0: like what's the is there like a breadth of like what's the breadth of curriculum is it like they have to know all the, the katas? Or do they have to be able to apply all of them, or they have to. Sure. Like, what would yeah. be that? And even hearing like the shodan, deedon difference, like.
2: What would right, be? right. Um, you know, it's I'm changing things a bit because so they're not necessarily getting the same experience I did when I came up through the ranks on the kobudo side because we I, I, uh, I think we've talked about this, but it's it's been a while. There's just too many damn kata in our kobudo syllabus. Uh, by the time you're testing for shodan, there's like almost 28 kata. And so when I tested back in my day, you know, I had to do all I had to know all 28 of those, and we had to do applications, and we had to know their histories, and we had to know our, our kihon and, and Kitachi and everything, right? So it was just very, very content heavy. Uh, but lately, I've been focusing more just on uh, quality. So there's even they're not even testing the same kata that I had to. Uh, there's some uh, that I'm not even really teaching anymore because it's just too redundant. So I'm really focusing more just on uh, the quality of, of their kata, the how they move, uh, that they're moving functionally, um, and less about you got to memorize all of these kata and, and make sure they look crisp. Like, that's just unrealistic when you only see them and when you only work with them once a week. I mean, they train on their own, sure, but that's that's far too many. Uh, that's It's just far too many. So dial it back a bit.
1: Do you feel like eight is a lot?
2: Yeah. It's a lot. For Shodan, for Shodan. And the entire curriculum, there's 57.
1: Jeez. In a row? Are they like kata. they like three moves long? Like, uh, like, no. like, Iaido?
2: <laughs> no, that would be, yeah, that would be different. You're right. Yeah, because uh, the Iaido katas uh, that I've seen uh, in our dojo, yeah, they're pretty short by comparison. Uh, no, they, they're, these are like long, complex, you know, Sai kata, bo kata, nunchaku, tonfa, uh, kamas. Uh Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I don't know them all, but I'm starting to forget more of them. So, um, and I'm pretty open with my students about that. Like, look, I can't teach this kata that's in the souls because I've honestly forgotten it. And yeah, (laughs) it's just, I'd I'd rather focus on things that they can retain, focus on things that are useful to them, and uh, just really help them learn to move their body properly with the weapon.
0: That's good. That's good. What, What would you say now is like down to the cutback, or I guess, or like? focus in now would you say it's more know something really well per each weapon or know these like three kata really well how would you
2: it's uh for me i think i was explaining to my students not too long ago that uh for me anymore like i i rarely do kata in its entirety anymore um you know i just work on sections of it or themes or principles out of it uh because to me running an entire kata is like a benchmark for how you're moving right so when you watch someone do a kata uh, like i have no problem teaching an orange belt a fifth down level kata like an empty hand like because they're it's fine I, one i'm not going to test them on it too they're just going to look like an orange belt running a very complex kata it's just going to expose all their flaws right and so uh i tend to focus more on how i move uh that i'm moving functionally moving from my center and then my kata is a reflection of my state of mind it's a reflection of how how i'm moving and so um it's it's that's kind of where my focus has been and that's kind of what i'm trying to do with my students is help them understand themselves help them understand how to move any weapon how to use their weapon properly and then their katas they'll, they'll look good but i really i'm not as interested in the aesthetics of their kata as much as more about are they moving uh functionally can they actually apply the weapon and not you know get it knocked out of their hand or something
0: that's pretty solid and I think that's a really good thing to to focus on nowadays because I think um, a friend of mine recently picked up a, a another weapon that he had never really picked up before, and he just kind of had to do it via video. And I was like, well, wow, that's pretty solid for just that, but it's like just memory is now being able to be preserved a little easier. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's just uh, the, the, the the honesty to be like, yeah, I don't remember this. I have the resources to find it again focus on the the more essential things within the actual training i mean that's 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 a, definitely a balance find so yeah balance find. I'm not sure if that's the term but.
3: great to hear it yeah, yeah it's it's it's
2: you know the analogy that i i use a lot and i and i uh you know i know dan would probably appreciate this as i look at it as uh, if you want to learn a foreign language, right, you can go out and buy a phrase book and sort of learn what those phrases mean. And I feel like if you have too many kata, or you have too whether they're long or short or whatever, too many, you know, I did a Kempo system or very early in my training where they had like, uh, you had to memorize self defense techniques. So for like every belt, you know, you had to know like through all these sets of partner drills, what they just called them self defense techniques. techniques, right? But they, you weren't learning anything about, how the body moves and how to connect your how to connect your movements or anything so you know you're, you're you're basically just learning a bunch of phrases you don't really know how to speak the language uh you only know how to respond in the given circumstances that those phrases work and uh i would rather you understand and learn the language so you can adapt it to any situation uh, but if you're just inundated with kata and all you care about is sort of memorizing it moving on to the next belt well you're not really to me, you're not really understanding or learning the important pieces of the art, regardless of style.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, John and I have had that conversation before about martial arts being like a like a language, and how most people just memorize words, yep. but they don't learn yep. the language. Yep. It's like I've been John- a special language teacher for ten years or something. Yeah, yeah, that was a good conversation. <laughs> and, yeah, I I remember that. That um, that was a great conversation. I think <clears throat> go back to and I think it's incredibly. Six, five I of karate without belts. To hear that, <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was good. It was good.
0: Oh God, I um, was... trying to that remember that time it was like I recorded like five or six episodes within like three days. Wow, Sal, you were on one of them. Dan, you were on one of them. And yeah, it was just a lot. It was like, I, I, this fever dream of recording podcasts, which might still hold up today. Who knows? Um, it's only two years after. Dan, how about you? How have things been with tra- training with you?
1: Uh things have been good. Um, <clears throat> I've been, I guess, the only thing really new with me, um, like so i just finished my italian stick instructor course so oh, yeah um, as in
0: teaching it or as in participating in
1: it no as in um so what i did was i put together a um a google classroom filled with um essentially what, so i i i've created level one I finished level one of my curriculum so the purpose of it and the goal of it is somebody goes through the Google classroom they watch all the videos they learn all the things they practice they answer all the quizzes they they have a a, an in-person or zoom test with me my goal really for a person would be about six months after you know for to to accomplish this and to gain uh um competency within you know with all the information available on in the Google classroom and then they 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 show me their competency and then they get put into level 2 um, <clears throat> there will be three levels so the first level is ambassadori which means ambassador once they finish uh and they become ambasciatori. they can start a club and start to to train this with other people once once they finish level two they are associati they're associate instructors and then once they finish level three they will be professore. they will have full licensure to be able to teach um the system so this is um essentially my uh family legacy so to speak that i'm putting out there i i I had a bunch of people interested in in learning it and teaching it so i said okay um and um so yeah i've got a couple people already going through it um so it's uh it took me a while to film everything there's like there's like 32 modules or something like that or like there's a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of information so um but um but that's that's what's new with me so i'm i'm been trying to kind of finish that up and now i'm starting to work on level two um so hopefully level two will be done in less than six months (laughs) so that there will be something for people to do once they complete the first level um and it will be it won't take me six months but um but yeah so that's that's what i'm doing
2: cool so how did you structure like you know as i said you know if the equivalent of keyhole and is there kata two-person work like what is sort of the, the the principles of the how you've structured it
1: so yeah um so the 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 section so like there's three sections um section one is essentially about the stick so it's it's about the bastone. So I think unit one is about the type of wood and the size of the stick that you'll need. So there's a video talking about that. Talks a little bit about the history of the stick, where it comes from, um, what type of wood was classically used versus what type of wood you can use now. Um, I think unit two is about the stick and body relationship. Um, holding the stick, swinging the stick, hitting with the stick guarding with the stick, um, walking with the stick principles of yielding versus pressing, um, principles of continuous movement. Um, these sorts of things are all in that first section, uh, in, in regards to the stick. And then there's the postures. So, um, so there's seven postures, seven fundamental postures, right? So the on guard posture, the ready posture, uh, longa, finestra, so um, long, window, woman, um, flag, uh, or pennant, um, um, iron door. So there's like these these postures. And then there are a salty, are forms or kata. Um, And I, I think I only put two of them in the level one. Because you don't need to do a whole bunch of assaulty. Um but the first one is just um, going through the guards. So we it's it's fifteen counts, so it's called Quindici Conte, it's fifteen counts, and you just start from you know just kind of standing with the stick and then going through all of the positions and then you go end up back into Inguardia and then back to standing. So like it's not like it's a kata, right? But it's it's a position flow mm-hmm. really yeah um and then i think i just put in one bastonio salty um uh which is i don't think it's very i don't think it's very complicated i'm trying to remember which one i put in there but they're they're all kind of just relaxed flowing um movements anyway um and then you get into different um what we call um mulinello uh or mulinelli would be the plural which are just um, the the twirling of the stick, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I've
2: seen you do some video of those.
1: Kind of like over the top, like that. So over the top, like that, would be eliches, um, and that is a a kind of of Moulinel, But mulinells, you could be figure eights. So um, indietro and in avanti, so like forward and back, figure eights. Eliches above the head. Um, these are Yes, absolutely. Those are, those are your, your, your um, And then I go into footwork. So advancing, retreating footwork, um, positive and negative triangles. Those are, those are what I, what I've included in level one. Um, and then we get into um, two person work. So Danza is what it's called in Italian to dance. So as soon as you start meeting another person, they 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 say you're dancing, right, so it's la danza um so basically how to deal with weapon line um and uh so beats faints, holds counter strikes, disengages um I think that's i think that's the the main ones that I've included um and then I think I included a, a one or two two person drills. Um usually I I think they were counter copy drills so counter strike drills um and then going th- uh, then I think I I talk about tempo and measure so I think I included the first two tempos there are only four um cuz there's only four times you can hit somebody right um really only four Yeah, yeah so you you're either the first person to hit so we call this prima or uh, uh, first time. Um, so you're the attacker. So you've decided to make the hit the first time, right? Then there's um, half time where as I'm trying to hit you, you hit me. So you hit me in half the amount of time it takes for, you, for me to hit you. Um, and then there's single time, which means you hit me either at the same time as you're defending or um, like or like like with an actual block or with an actual parry. Um, or with a with like a like a void right so like but as my oh. attack finishes you're hitting me same time right and oh, then so there's,
2: it's like it's like Taino no sen it's similar yeah
1: yeah same and then the last one is what we call a dewey tempo or, or double time where it's a it's a parry repost it's a it's a block and then a counter those are the only four times you can hit somebody
0: interesting no, i never really thought of it that way I just like there's only
1: what well, are the guys on top of you, and he just keeps on hitting you. But but still, how many like, times are we if gonna he's, count? If he's hitting me, and then I I eventually block it and hit him, it's double time, <laughs> right? Like. So go no he, send. Yeah, yeah. So it it that's that's it. So it's either first time, half time, single time, or double time. Those are the only four times you can hit somebody. Um, okay, the but I think I, I only you guys included on
0: the podcast is to learn something is to learn something from you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and then I put in, I think, the first three misura, the first three measures. Um, so out of measure, long measure, and perfect measure. So um, out of measure is essentially when you're so far away from the person that no matter how big of a step you take, you cannot hit them, and they cannot hit you with their longest weapon. So out of measure, right? And then once you get a little closer, you're in long measure. So they can hit you by taking a big step and hit you with their longest weapon. And then you get into perfetto. Uh, perfetto is uh, perfect measure. I think a Japanese sword it would be called itoma, uh, one sword length. Yep. So how the kendo, the kendo measure, right? That is um, that is perfect measure. Um, and the, the reason it's called perfect is because you can't hit the other person by just extending your arm you have to take a subtle step you have to take a subtle step to be able to hit them so you're still kind of out of measure but you're really really close so it's it's that perfect measure um and uh so i think that's i think that's pretty much it that's level 1 so that should take somebody 6 months in my opinion to get the hang of um because there's a lot of Working with a stick is seemingly simple, but most people want to swing the stick like it's a sword, and it is not. If you mm-hmm. swing a stick like a sword, the stick will break. So – and, the, and you know, the Italian stick system is designed to be used against a sword, to be used against – a rifle to be used against a bayonet, mm. to be used against dogs. So like you're if if I take a sword or if I'm sorry, if I take a stick and I try to block a sword with it. Not not going to work, so you can't use the stick like you would a sword, so it's it's. Uh, a lot of people, think, I think, struggle with that, but.
3: But
0: that's where mm. I'm at right now. Cool.
1: That's really cool, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard someone just, like, kind of come up... I want to say, like, how much of that was, like, stuff you... Because I remember you talking about how you kind of gotten that from your grandfather. How much was that, like, stuff you'd worked on with him? And then how much was that was, like, research? And how much was that was, like, combining all the other martial arts kind of stuff you've seen over the years?
1: So you just asked three things. I would say probably even. Okay. So 33.3%. I, I, maybe a little bit more... Of um, my own research and and um, my own training because my pap, you have to kind of remember like my my pap didn't didn't teach me teach me right like it was let's go in the backyard and stick fight, and he had me do stuff but I I wasn't paying attention first of all right I thought at this point in my in my life I thought that only Asians knew martial arts right so like I didn't think that he was teaching me anything real right like problems of I the nine
0: of, of of the united of, of media in the 1980s yes 100 <laughs>
1: percent. right 100 percent in the united states so like i wasn't until i was in college that somebody um told me you know we were talking about martial arts and he was like well you know where that term comes from right? i was like so my brain went well wushu uh stamping lance like i was thinking about the term you know and he goes no it's from the arts of mars the roman god of war martial arts mars and i was like shit and he was like yeah dude i mean like there's tons of western martial arts and there's ancient ones too like let's go the italians had the old gods <laughs> the, the he was like dude the italians were the best fencers in history and i was like what and so I started down this rabbit hole, and this was back in like what, 2006, maybe two? No, 2005, when YouTube was like, like you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Get off the
0: phone! I need to use the internet. <laughs>
1: yes. And get and off the so... internet!
0: Your grandmother's gonna call.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I found videos of Sicilian stick fighting. And stick fighting from Puglia. And I went, holy crap. That's what I was doing with my pap. Seriously? And he was already really old at the time. I, I could ask him, like, little things here and there. But, it, I mean, like, it it it's. It, I wish that I would have had the ability to ask him more. But, like, in Sicily and in Calabria and Puglia and Abruzzo, like, they have bastoné dances. Like, at <laughs> festivals, they take the stick and they whack each other with them. Like, it's a part of their folk tradition. Like, it's not even like a, you know what I mean? Like, same I didn't realize that. Right? I didn't realize that when I was younger. And so, a lot of it really is my research afterwards and my fencing experience just not right. just with with kendo but or with uh um, iaijutsu but also with you know, I, I i did fencing in in middle school as well i, I fenced epe and, and uh foil so um you know just having this basic understanding and then of course looking at the italian manuals from the 1400s 1500s like fiore and vadi and then there are stick manuals as well like giuseppe cherry's manual but but like a lot of times that the stick was used as a way of developing sword technique. So it was like a practice weapon. It was a fundamental weapon. Whereas my family system was literally, we're farmers, we're shepherds, we have a staff. And Northern Italians were coming south to take over land. We're just gonna defend our land. Like that was We yeah, are
2: simple was stick purpose. people. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I saw those pictures you posted earlier or before, and just like
0: everyone's got like a fancy hat, <laughs> like there's a buckle. It's 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 it, and it's yeah. all like <laughs> like you just feel like that's out of of uh, just some fantasy book and like <laughs> is
1: this what people wore in Italy in 1705? Yeah, yeah, which is kind of funny, but but yeah, cool man. So cool. so anyway, that's that's. That's been my latest um hyperfixation. So
0: All good, all good. That's kind of what That's really awesome. Yeah. To be able to like I think some people would think that's like oh he's just making up his own stuff. Like yeah, that's what everyone does. But yeah, like,
1: and I'm totally fine with that. And and I and I, I wanna make sure that people are, are aware of that. Like this is this is I guess a family tradition, but it's very much mine. And I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah. And if you want to pass that on and show it to people, I mean, you're in the right place. You're in the right kind of form to do it. So,
1: you know, and and, and it's not like, like, it's not like somebody can be like, like that's, that's not real. Like, or, or that's like, somebody can't come to me and be like, that's wrong. It's like, no, I mean, like, this is my paps. This is what my pap told me. And you know, like my pap, was a musician primarily so like a lot of the terms are musically inclined so like when we were talking about timing right like mezzo tempo like this these are these are musical terms like when he wants you to hit hard he would say hit fortissimo right like hit hard so like a lot of the italian words that i that i learned from my pap were all it were all musical terms but because you have to make sure that you hit at the right time. You have to make sure that you hit in the right um, measure. That you know, like these are all like. It 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 directly translates, to music in in so many ways theory wise. Yep. absolutely. Um, yeah. So.
0: Cool man. Cool. I, so what I've about really... you, John? Ooh, me? Oh God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> normally I get away with just saying, you yeah, know, I'm just a guy. Whatever. Um. But in, so I mentioned this about a month ago. Um, I did a podcast We had had our last episode. Is that a friend, an old student of mine, um, long story short, sent me a bunch of gear back that I had given him. Because, mainly because he had went off to college and then he went to, had a whole life of his own. um, And his mom just kept Goku gear that I gave him. And I expected them to throw it away. And they're like, no, you still have it. You have to send it. And it was like, can? great. Um which reminds me I need to send them Omiyage. Um, which means souvenir in Japanese. Um I need to send them souvenirs from where I'm where I live right now. Uh and just that kind of helped rekindle myself to be like, you know, this was all the old dojo stuff. I had had, mm. and for a long time, I was like, I'm not gonna ever open a dojo again. This is uh, not what's gonna happen in my life. And I'm just gonna talk to people who run schools and stuff like that. I'm not gonna deal with it. Blah dee, bloobity. Um, and there's plenty of people who've been in that position before, and I understand why. Uh, none of them who say, uh, it's running, it's a pain in the ass because it's not a pain in the ass. It should not be anybody who says that. Like, again, there are pains in the ass about it, but it's like. Oh, running a karate which is a pain in the ass. If you say that, then you should not be be touching that, touching this with a ten stick. Um, for me, it's always been, you know, it's a blessing and a burden, and um, there's always things about it, but there's always, you know, a common goal of teaching martial arts and building community, and that kind of inspired me to be like, you know what, it's something I can still do. And though I'm kind of in a very isolated area at the moment, that doesn't mean I can't do something. Um, and for a long time, I was like, oh, let's just do a podcast. A lot of people criticized me. I've just been like, we don't see anything on the podcast. And then I started doing it It's like, it's just people talking. It's like, yeah, you want to just do karate? So,
1: all right.
2: That's what a podcast is, right? It's just people talking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a it's a what do they an want? audio talk show. Like
0: that's all it is. They want they want to fight. Um, they 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 want us to have to eventually get to a point of uh, Dragon Ball perspective fighting. I guess. Um, but that's that's just painful.
3: Hmm? I said
2: that's just too painful. That all that screaming and vein popping and yeah, the Dragon Balls now. <laughs> I can't
0: do that I stuff anymore. <laughs> okay old for it. <laughs> now that, well, that's uh, that's another podcast for another day. We, we're, we're <laughs> me, well, first we, me and Dan need to fight over Dave Filoni. Um, that's gonna be a separate thing entirely. But uh, what is what? See, 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 Dan's fighting himself. See, aren't you entertained? But I essentially just decided, you know what? It's uh, time to to kick the doors back open again. So I'm starting my dojo back. Congrats, man! Which is weird to say. It's it's very weird. It's like, you know, thank you. Um, it's a little nerve wracking, but also like, I have a friend of mine. Um, I guess I can say my current partner, and. We were we were talking about um uh, you know, the Philippines, 'cause that person's from the Philippines. And that was like, You ever do our You ever heard of our niece? like, Yeah, I've heard of it, but I never really did it. I'm like, I'm to give it a try. And just scrolling through some videos of Remy Princess, I'm like, yeah, I did this from the time I was fourteen until the t- thirteen until the time I was like eighteen, and then some of the karate people were like, No, oh, training. And I was like, Okay. Um and I was like, Yeah, but it was good. Um I love started doing the Arnis with her and I was like oh wait a minute I remember how to do all this so um I haven't really talked to Arnis people in a while I'm gonna probably be reaching out in the next couple of weeks but um our dojo is gonna have Arnis in it as well as Rukyu Kenpo Karate and it's gonna have the Bogakumi and it's gonna have the Kolbado it's gonna have everything it's gonna take a while to actually get to the point of like actually having a space probably in march we're gonna start looking but obviously as you guys know as people who own spaces the conversation about that renting and all this other nonsense or oh, no, no, all those other required things uh take some time it but does uh, mm-hmm. you know i just, just think like don't wait until then just kick open the doors open you know People do stuff on Zoom all the time. Sure. If you want to train yeah. on Zoom, we'll train on Zoom. If you're in Gifu, Japan, um, which I get I can say without too much giving away of my exact location, we can train. If you're within that area within an hour or two and you wanna train, cool. And Nihongo Um that too, but that's a different issue altogether. So I I feel very, very, very self conscious talking about this. I'm like I never like self-promoting. I'm n- I'm not that guy. If you're not gonna do it, John, who's gonna do it? Right, but that's it's right. like it's also like I have to like putting all these like pictures of me from like five years ago, ten years ago, eight longer, you know, just on this website I'm creating. I'm like, it's kind of like I kind of feel like a narcissist, but it's also like this is
1: what I did. This is you have to do I what trained. you have to do. Yeah, that's you, right. You have to- Nobody um, listen. If the, if there's anything that I've learned from running uh, a martial arts school um, and teaching, is that nobody wants you to succeed.
3: Okay. Except for you.
0: Interesting.
1: I mean, that's that's pretty much it. The majority of people, they may they may have good feelings for you, right? But. They're not going to do any work to help you. They're not going to to promote you without, you know, perhaps wanting something. Like, I, I don't know. Like, just people are weird. You mm. you have to promote yourself. You have to. You have to. People don't care about even if you. Even if you have a student who's been with you for 10 years, they're not going to care about your business as much as you. They may care about it a lot, but it's still not going to be as much as you. Nobody does. Nobody cares about your business as much as you. Nobody. Nobody cares about your system as much as you. Nobody cares about your teaching as much as you. Nobody. So put on put on that that hat. Put the buckle with the buckle. Right? Put on the cool looking hat. <laughs> and, just, and be freaking awesome. Like, seriously. Here it is. There it is. Bring it. Let's go. Oh, Let's man. go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it, Dan. Yes. Absolutely. You see, this makes me want to train with you, John. This is makes a you want to I had to show the wife. Is it oh. <laughs> this is awesome. Hi,
2: Sal's <laughs> He's waving at you.
0: Welcome to podcast. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. <laughs>
2: My name's Shay. Hey, Shay.
0: She's
2: she's killing Good demons on Diablo. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, nice. Fantastic. Yeah. But I'm like, but I'm serious. Like, if you're not going to put yourself out there, if you're not going to tell everybody how amazing you are, if you're not going to show everybody how amazing you are, nobody's going to do it for you.
0: No one's going to put on a banana costume.
1: If you if you have the
0: banana costume, no one's going to put it on for you. You've got to put it on yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, this is the Halloween. So I, I work in a school, which uh, in our village where I live, we had a festival that was like a month long. I love that. It's like, awesome. like almost like three weeks to a month long, like, and it was about like, kind of the, the rice wine here. Um, it's it's like natto. If you guys know what that is, you guys know what Japanese natto is. It's like you either love it or you hate it like if you guys had this wine you either really like it or you really hate it it's kind of the same thing. gotcha gotcha um and i was gonna wear this and we were gonna me and all the other teachers were gonna do a play and then just influenza and corona tour through the school at this Ooh. all like all this week so we were gonna have like kind of a scaled back week and then it just turned into fall vacation because <laughs> just of that so i had to go uh, in every wow. day this week but um. But you're absolutely right, Dan. And this is—that's kind of the thing I had to like, kind of get over. Um, know it, knowing that, and just and feeling like you have to put yourself out there. Putting yourself out there means you gotta get busy. Like you gotta get busy, not only hitting them hitting that street, but hitting the bag. You gotta get busy making sure you're good. Um, and I gotta say, you guys have helped me. Um, both through your examples and through your, I like, go hold on. <laughs> I want to make emotional, like like anything like that, and then also have a banana costume. <laughs> 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 but like through your examples, but I just and love you guys through, so much. I've got the banana costume on. Um, but also through your support, like that's the thing. That's true. I don't know why I'm like giving negative space to this whiteboard, um, but the 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 fact that you guys are just like either in a very like oblique way, not oblique, the very like out there way, of Dan just being like, I'm gonna quote, I'm gonna make memes memes of uh, Hee, or Sal's just putting it out there of that of him doing the mace, like that is just you know it's posting, but it's also show you know demonstrating your training and getting it out there, and put in the work. Yeah, put in the work. And I'm just like, I make a podcast. I'm like, nah, I can do that and do the actual thing. And yeah. it's taken me a long time to, to realize that. For different reasons.
1: I mean, everybody, everybody has their own thing. Not everybody likes to show what they do. I get that. Um, I, I share videos of myself. I share things that I've been working on to keep me accountable. That That's 100%. why I do it. Yep. Um, I know a lot of people, I mean, well, let's be honest, COVID really shined a light on how crappy a lot of martial arts schools are. <laughs> <laughs> because they had to put stuff out there, and then, you know, it's not good. So, like, I I need to make sure that I film, I share, so that I know that I look a certain way. And I can go back and see either progress or not. And if I don't yep. see progress, then I know that I have to work. And that's yep. all it is. It's really for me. If other people get stuff out of it, like, you know, if you get influence out of it or or um, not influence, Um, uh, what's the word? Inspiration. Inspiration. If you get inspiration out of it, that's, that's awesome. Um, yep. But – hundred percent agree
0: God, yeah, also, I wanted to thank Sal boom, baby, nice on oh those Based are from Eric, uh, you like them they're not bad they're uh there's some uh kind of i need the the tines need to be a little white to kind of get some of the uh.
3: Skin, uh
0: but it's otherwise it's fine, um, okay. it's, and like it was it's a it's a really really good um, finally have it have manji side back so I finally practice it again and get get good at it yeah so I had a long term lended my old manji side to somebody um, senior uh, Jimmy Teller, and I just basically parted ways with them in, in 2019 and you know, I thought he'd come back to Okinawa. Because that COVID and stuff screwed that up. So i just get get mine leaving with that. Cool, guys. It this week is Karate Day. So are you guys going to do the 100 Kata Challenge?
2: I wish.
1: <laughs> Ooh,
0: that is, if it's not today, it's Snilly. Oh, or the Snilly is <laughs> the
1: yeah. The last time, the last time, or so last year when we did it, I, it, it was, it was on a day that I, um, I had a, I had a bunch of people in class and that was great. Um, but this year it's not going to be like it. Like I, here's, here's the thing. I do a hundred kata every day, maybe more, just because that's just normal for me. Right. I mean, I teach at least, you know, uh what do you what do you call it? i mean i i teach sometimes i teach upwards of four or five classes a day so i i i teach a lot you know whether it's tai chi or it's you know karate or uh sword or like tonight um my you know i watched more but normally i do it with them so like you know we were doing uh kato kata. And as you know, they're like three, four moves long, and we probably did 100 just in 45 minutes, right? Like, it's yep. it's not that hard for me. So, like, karate, kata, I probably do 25 in the morning. I'll do another maybe 100-some in, in the afternoon. Like, I teach, plus the tai chi form, and I mean, it's just, it's not hard. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that I, I get you. If it's your profession, if it's your if you're if you're doing if you're doing a thousand k- kata a day for your professional life, it's not. It's cool to get yeah. everyone together to do it. Um, it is, but it's also yeah good. yeah yeah. But sorry, James Jim, we do this professionally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I wish that I it, well, so like like I said like last year it was what day is it this year
0: it is unfortunately it is like a, the 25th is a wednesday which probably is the day we're re- releasing this episode um, yeah so it's like in the right. middle of the week so doing it but well, i, I think don't a even lot of have people,
1: classes yeah so, so like I, think,
0: I can't yeah i think what a lot of people are going to do is probably end up doing it on a weekend we're gonna me and my buddy raul um he's in he's not back there stop doing that john um <laughs> uh, <laughs> But basically we're gonna yeah, yeah. We always get a good look at Dan's colour or not colour, Dan's fine, fine China. Dishes. Yeah, fine China.
1: That's I wish they doing. I wish it was fine China. At least it's standard <laughs> dishware, that's fine. Um But me and him are gonna do I have swords though, I have swords.
0: Nice. We're gonna do Tamari Saison a hundred times. I believe that's got it. Nice. Something else, but I do say it's a on hundred times. I've been doing it for the last two years, three years together. Um, online so Where like it's the same system. It's the same sort of so, sort of say it's on it. so, Oh, someone getting called from somewhere.
1: Oh wait, I'm getting called. You're getting called. Somebody wants you.
2: Call is coming from inside the house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. I, that actually might have been a baby doing it doing uh doing a, a butt dial. But before we wrap up here guys, um, anything you guys wanna talk about for what's coming up for you guys?
3: Mm. Okay, I think at
1: all. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Dan um trying I to think you, I know you've got got to jump on your jump on your plane and do that seminar with Keith again. Yes. Oh,
1: yes. Okay. So, but that's that's um, a little
0: bit away. So, I would, I want to do an episode where you guys come back and talk about that. Okay. You're doing the Universal Marshall thing again?
1: Yes. We are, our third Good Marshalls Universal workshop weekend is December 1st and 2nd. So, if you, uh, whoever's listening, if you're able to make it to Columbia, South Carolina um, that weekend, uh, you're more than welcome. Um, Do it. Say hello be a lot of fun. Um, If you can't make it, I'll be I'll be Zooming again. I'm sure Um, we're going to have. Susan Kuo, the Associate Dean of the Law School here um, at the University, she's going to be back doing another legality of self-defense lecture (laughs) and then Crossing my fingers, um, there's a nonprofit, a local nonprofit that um, works to fight human trafficking, and the CEO should be coming to do a lecture. So, crossing my fingers, that should be a lot of fun. This year, or this this workshop, our theme is going to be um, bridging. So, bridging ranges, bridging measures, how to do so safely. How to do so um, within different different styles and different systems, and how and how that is covered. Uh, so that's going to be a whole lot of fun. So we're going to be looking at um, ranges primarily and how to bridge them. So that's uh, that's going to be this this workshop's theme. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Cool. Very cool.
0: I hope we can get you and Keith back on. So like. I wanna just have Keith on to interview him because he's got like decades of knowledge and stuff and I think that would be good that would be cool as a separate thing.
1: I'll let him know. Yeah, we'll we'll make it happen.
0: Sal, Sal's on his third Fanta, so um. <laughs> Cool. Cool. Nice. Well guys, it's always good to have you on. Or always good to to, ha- to do this with you guys. Uh, hearing your insights, hearing your voices and get together like that. Hope we can yeah. Always happy to do these. It's yeah, great and I, I'm hoping we can do them a little more often. But hey, whenever we can.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm and I'm, I'm excited for your new dojo. Um, and if there's anything I can do to help, let me know. Thanks. Likewise.
0: Thank you guys. Um, you're always great. Always great to talk to you. Um, Sally, you were the inspiration for this morning's workout for me. So <laughs> the maces. I'm, I'm, I'm Mason. a mini mace. Good. Um, big face so we look to you for that <laughs> guys thank you so much and uh everyone happy karate day and uh, happy
2: karate day
1: it's Party like day. christmas
0: except there are presents there's only then there's only there's only
1: sweat um there's no there's no presents there's only presents, presents. ah <laughs> that is a good way to end it all right there is only presents friends well. <laughs> you
3: will. You will.